everybody to a 4th of July Independence Day hilarious political spectacular. It's the Loftus Party Podcast. We're recording this on July 4th because we love you too much. We can't stop caring. You got myself and you've got uh, the Gimlet, the Liberty Gypsy on the other end of the line. I think uh, July 3rd. That's a big, I know traditionally for me. That's a big party night. That's a big party night, especially the way it, it, it the, the 4th of July lays out. When the 4th of July is on a Sunday, like it is this year, the 3rd is when you do the most of your damage. And then, yeah, it's just tough when you got Monday, when you got Monday the 5th. So I'm, I'm hoping, I know, there. I was at a huge event over the weekend. I imagine you had some fun last night, yeah? Uh, yeah, we did ours on Saturday, too, um, and it was really fun this year because we have a, a, a great couple of friends um, who do an annual party, and we've never missed it, not even last year when everything was Kovastan. We just did it anyway because they live out in the middle of nowhere, and this year we had a couple of new folks show up who have never seen our buddy RC's fireworks display, which literally is better than any like town fireworks display I've ever seen. It, it's just, it's wild. He spends gobs of money on professional fireworks and like having people there who hadn't seen it before going, yeah. oh my God, this is fantastic. This is wonderful. <laughs> and he had, a, and he had a, a DJ that was playing the Star Spangled Banner and Toby Keith and Lee Greenwood the whole time it was playing. And every once in a while, it mistakenly went with the music and it was awesome. He hadn't done that before. So yeah, it was cool. And That's tons great. of food. Tons That's of fantastic. food. Oh, that. my God. I ate, I ate myself stupid. <laughs> what, was your, what was your favorite? What was your favorite? What was the big hit? You have oh, to go wow. back to this party. Your time, hold on. No, no, no. Here's the rule. You're time traveling. You have mm-hmm. to go back to this party, but you can only take one thing. What are you going to take? I'm going to get some more of that low country boil they do every year. I don't know what spice they use in it. But it's mm. fantastic. There you go. That's and they roll delicious. it out on the table with the paper, just like we do down in the Low Country. Like it, it, it's good. I will allow it because, like with a, with a mm-hmm. country boil, it seems like it, that's not one thing; it's several things. But you know what? Because mm-hmm. it's all cooked in the same pot, I will allow it. I will allow it. Here's what I did last night: I stayed home because I partied my ass off Friday night. <laughs> Friday night mm-hmm. was July second. Yeah, so we had our big uh, we had our big shindig at the America First Warehouse. It was a giant party, and we were raising money for uh, this new app, and uh, it's it's for police and first responders and men and women in the armed services. If they're feeling despondent, if they're feeling hopeless, if they're having thoughts that would lead to suicide. Boom, you hit this app and it it connects you instantly with a fellow first responder, police officer, armed services, someone who was in your shoes, someone who was uh, who knows what you're going through and is uh, is on the other side of it and can can help you out. I think it's a great idea for an app. So we were. Uh, raising money for that, it was a huge evening at the America First Warehouse. They had a dude. They had a dude, kind of a not the tallest fella on the world, carrying around a few pounds, not a whole lot of hair on his head, but that's the dude you want in charge of the barbecue. This guy was cooking everything, cheeseburgers, sausages, these giant steaks. That's where I got nervous. That's where I got nervous. Racks of ribs, See, like with ribs and a and, and and a burger, they're pretty much the same thickness. Then he had these steaks, gimlet. I'm telling you, these things had to be three and a half inches thick, four inches thick, just giant. And he knocked it out of the park. So if I had to go back and just get one thing, I'd grab up one of those steaks. But we there was booze. There was desserts. There was uh, we did a comedy show. It was myself, or a really funny girl from out here on Long Island, Michelle Fox, my buddy Joe Devito, 
from the Gutfeld show and and Red Eye, he came out and did some time. There was dancing galore. There was a huge raffle. There was a fireworks display. These dudes, we, I was there. I was there from like 4.30 in the afternoon till almost 1 o'clock in the morning. So I was wiped out. Yesterday was a day of rest. Yesterday was the Sabbath <laughs> for me. But tonight, I'm so excited because it's the big uh, Long Island 4th of July. And it'll be great. I will just, I will literally stand on my patio and just watch an insane fireworks display. Because the the Long Island people, they just know how to get it on. Okay, we got to get to uh, to some news and stuff. Unless you have more more 4th of July. I'm going to take um, it, isn't it? No, I, you know, I, you mentioned desserts. I didn't even get to the dessert table. Wow. <laughs> That's some good food. That's some good I'm food. I'm telling you. When you mm-hmm. tap out, oh my gosh. We had these uh, specialty drinks that we had made. Oh, we had, mm-hmm. we had my buddy, uh, Sean Farage was out there. Sean Farage is with a, with a group called the loud majority. You guys have probably seen his Trump impression. He's been all over Newsmax. He's got uh, these TikTok videos with millions of views. And he does like, he does the best Trump impression. And he does like Trump ordering Taco Bell. He does uh, Trump as the voice of your GPS. That kid was out there. The loud majority people. I've become friends with them. They're just awesome. We're gonna, I'm going to have Sean on the show. You're, it's just going to be, it's going to be fantastic. I think, I think we're going to try to have him on maybe next Sunday. I'll give you guys the heads up. And also, uh, Tommy Trump was out there. Now, Tommy Trump sounds like Trump. The guy does a great Trump impression. He looks like Trump as well. And he's from the same neighborhood. So it's kind of the, the impersonation is effortless. Hilarious. Both of these guys just flat out hilarious and good and good people. That was the other good thing. It's just like uh, just awesome, fun people. And it's just great to – and here's what I'm going to – we're going to stay on this for a little bit because it is – this goes with, with Independence Day and what we're trying to do. Like the whole thing, the whole mindset of the Loftus Party when we first started doing this back in the day was you can have a great time and do good things and that's what like the party at the america first warehouse that really embodied that like getting people on the dance floor everybody's having a blast i didn't see anybody like sloppy drunk which was very cool but people were buzzing people were having a great time there was good food everybody's dancing and then as like a side dish we raised a boatload of money for a great cause. I cannot, and, and I'll tell you this right now, there was no cover to get in. I didn't like- Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. It was, it was the bargain of a lifetime. So we'll definitely be doing stuff in the future, but it, it goes to like Independence Day. And this isn't a real, a, a real big story. People are good. People are good. People are fundamentally good. And when the government thinks that they know more about your life and how to do good things than you do, that's super dangerous. And we are in a point in history, and not to be bombastic or histrionic or any of this other crap, we're looking at some serious government overreach. I mean, this is not this is not rhetoric. This is not a scare tactic. We really are. We we need to redeclare our independence, and it's too funny. Uh, but like, I've been thinking about this as like a stand-up bit. But like back in, uh, in the early days, we were just a colony. You know, seventeen seventy-three, seventeen seventy-four. We were looking at the British, and we were pretty much saying, you know, keep fucking around and find out. Keep fucking around, and you'll find out. I feel that's what's going on now with the country. Like, there's a certain segment, and I think there's a lot of us. I think there's a lot of us who are looking at the Biden administration and the media and the liberals 
and everyone on the left and all these brainiacs who think they know better than us. And we're all thinking to ourselves, okay, keep fucking around and find out. Keep fucking around and find out. Have you heard that new song by uh, Aaron Lewis? I don't think I have. It's the dude. It's the dude from Stained. Uh, You might remember them. He's got this Mm -hmm. new song. He's got this new song called "Am I the Only One?" And it's to me because this is what I was saying when I'm when I was on the road doing the Freedom to Laugh tour. Oh, and there's new Freedom to Laugh tour dates uh, up at the website. You guys, the we're we're doing that again. I'm doing that again. We'll blah blah blah. So get your tickets to Freedom to Laugh. We'll talk about that later on the show. Here's why. They don't want people hanging out together like during the the Rona and the lockdown and all this stuff. What they want, in my opinion, and this is, you know, YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and big media and social media. They want you to feel alone. They want you to feel like you're the weirdo, like you're the weirdo. And that's why they hated the Trump rallies, because the Trump rallies, you'd see it. You'd see it with your own two eyes. There's tens of thousands of people there and there's people who couldn't get in. So their, I think their strategy is to make people on the right, conservatives, libertarians, people who don't dig big government to make you want, they want you sitting at home feeling like, wow, it must just be me. It must just be me. And that's why I love going out and doing the standup shows because it gives everybody a chance to come together and you're looking around a room and you're like, okay, it's not. I'm not a weirdo. There's a bunch of people who are feeling this too. And that's why I found the the title of Aaron Lewis's song, Am I the Only One, uh, to be so, it just, just, just spot on. I heard it today. It's one of those things where there's a rapper who's like a former Marine. He had a huge song, like super patriotic, you know, song and they they just deplatformed him they just for no reason whatsoever can't get it on itunes can't get it on spotify they just there was no there wasn't a dirty word spoken in the song but the idea but the idea was so dangerous it was moving up the charts too fast it was like number three uh on the hip-hop charts on billboard and here and and i'm guilty of it i can't even tell you the guy's name i think i and and that's and I should have I should have had that at my fingertips, but they just like you now you just can't get the song. You probably can find it on the internet, but it's it's I don't think it's going to be played on radio stations anymore. So now you got this guy Aaron Lewis. You'll recognize him from Stained. He's got this song. Am I the only one? And it is doing better than Taylor Swift. It it it's the I think it's the number one download now at at, at iTunes. Just absolutely crushing it. I don't know how long they'll allow it to thrive, but it is a good one. That and it, that is the power of music right there. And and you have to check it out because uh, here's the great thing about Aaron Lewis with this tune. It's like he's there is some anger there. There is some anger there. Not the whole song, but it's bubbling up, and it's definitely that vibe. Where it's that whole uh, keep keep fucking around and find out. They keep when they keep just like blatantly lying. These absolute fictions. These absolute fictions with real life consequences. That's the that's what really just this whole thing with the uh, the insurrection at the Capitol and these people who are being held without bail. It's mm-hmm. and they and they want us to believe. And oh, I'm gonna go off. There might there's gonna be some there's gonna be some uh, not safe for work language here. They want us to believe that uh, Field General Donald Trump amassed an army of tens of thousands, a hundred. Th- How many people do you think were there? Hundred thousand people? Couple hundred thousand? I mean, they want us to believe that Donald Trump was so terrified of of not being president, that he amassed an army of hundreds of thousands of people, and he told them to swarm the Capitol, and that's as good as they could do? That, like, really? If that's, if that's the, if that's the story you're trying to sell, listen, if that would, if that would have been, I know I've said this before, if that would have been the case, if, 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 if Trump would have been like, 
hey, you guys, get your guns. Here we go. They'd still be there. They'd still be there. <laughs> We'd be. Uh. <laughs> it was. You don't try to overthrow the government and then have it be done in four hours. And then, yeah, no. and then you're back to business. It's just, yeah. it's criminal. It's really, really, really. And I, I apologize to all the people who are locked up. I should be doing a lot more. I should be doing a lot more. And the silence is deafening. Uh, the cowards, the absolute, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lump myself in there. I'm going to lump myself in. We should be screaming that to high heaven. Let those people go. Thank, thank goodness oh. Trump the other day was like, who killed Ashley Babbitt, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing is that article that was in Revolver. You saw that, yeah? Well, I'm going to need more information. All these unindicted co-conspirators? Yeah. Like, who are these people? And if they belonged to your agencies, what amongst these bright ideas that were executed that day did they come up with? Because we pretty much know from court documents that they're the ones that came up with the idea to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. Like, they go out and they make these things happen. Yes, yes. Uh, and I, I should, this is horrible, but I should have done some follow-up like that. The guy, Tucker Carlson showed the video, the guy who was being recruited by the mm-hmm. FBI. Hey, we need you to go do some stuff at the Capitol. Like I'm not, I want to be a very, very clear. This is horrible. And I hate having to backtrack like this. It's like whenever you talk about illegal immigration, you have to say, you have to say, yes, we love immigrants. And of course we do. And it used to be like when you criticize the FBI, you'd have to say, I know 95 or 99 percent of the FBI agents, which they're not. No, the FBI nope. is rock to the core. I'm not going to nope. say that anymore. But <laughs> when either. it comes when it comes to uh, the events at the Capitol on the 6th. Yeah, there were some pissed off people there. Yes, there were. Absolutely. There were some very concerned American citizens. However, there was also some rabble rousers let's let's put it nicely like that yeah it wasn't just and to call this the you know the insurrection and blah 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 blah. so it should scare you and uh, i mean you by our dear listeners that they feel so confident into that's the thing that gets me they they they, they tell these absolute whoppers of lies and they just keep going with them and then it becomes like this weird like pseudo reality thing and then it becomes oh that's how you talk about it it's not the riots at the capitol it's now like the insurrection that's that's the shorthand for it that terrifies me i just call it the the um elderly trespassers for the most part the elderly Um, trespassers well, I mean, they're uh, they're like taking the book and throwing it at grandmas who happen to wander in because they thought. Oh it was yeah. Okay. I mean, oh yeah. You it's, know, uh... I, I I mean, I'm just. I, here's the thing that really bothers me, though. If we're to yes. go like right at the heart of the thing, they're so confident that the Democrats. With all these unindicted co-conspirators and their puppet Christopher Ray at the head of the FBI, right? Mm-hmm. Want a commission to get to the bottom of it. They're so confident that they can keep that whole thing under wraps that they want to talk about it for months. Yes. That's really weird to me. And the other thing is you can totally tell. Totally tell from their rhetoric, white supremacy, biggest threat to the nation. They're planning another one. And so I keep tweeting, if you know a family member who's, you know, listening to the plan, whatever it happens to be now, press their tires, fill their car with sand, (laughs) and tape them to a chair because it's a setup. Well, uh, I don't want to take down their free speech. I don't want to do anything like that, but don't let them use you. Just make sure it's legit. Check out with your friends to make sure it's legit. I I, I need more information before I 
dissuade people from from getting up and 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 protesting. The commission to me is uh, that's just that's just for propaganda purposes only. That's the only reason. So they can keep it in the headlines, keep it in the headlines, and try to keep stoking fear. That's just that's it. They just want to keep that story alive. Yeah, but, yeah, but you what? have you have people in the government. Right, like somebody told Tucker Carlson he was being spied on. Yeah. Okay, so, so some people know that what is going on is wrong, and there's one particular congressman that is particularly good at getting them to come talk to his office. His name is Devin Nunes. If you really want to open the books on this, wait till you see what Nunes comes out with. I guarantee it. Well, that'll be the spectacular part. That'll be the spectacular yeah. part. That's what yeah. I'm hoping for. Uh, but listen, the, the plan of attack, honestly, you guys, the, the, the best thing that you can do, cause this is the, there's this feeling of like, you know, powerlessness, yada, 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 yada. What can I really do? What difference can I make? You're doing it right now, honestly, by, by listening to this show and sharing it with friends. And that's the big thing. And not, it doesn't have to be this show. I'd love it if you did. I'd love it if you turn people onto the show and I'd love it if you would recommend, it's the sharing of information on on a much bigger level. This is the this is the micro level. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you like the content. I'm glad you share it. Do it with everything across the board. You know, share. We always bring up Cheryl Atkinson, Tim Pool, just other journalists. We have to. One of the best things we can do is actively end the media's stranglehold on information. And and elevate the new media, elevate, you know, Ryan Long is doing funny stuff. I'm trying to do funny stuff. We're going to talk about some of the videos and some of the other blah, blah, blah in the in the B block. Share tons of it. Look at the we'll talk about Gutfeld too in the next block. It's happening. It's happening. It's bubbling up. It's bubbling up and it's got to terrify him. So when you're sitting here like, oh, I've got a full-time job, I got a family, I got this, then I, I have plans. And yes, you have to be able to live your life. That's that's the whole that's what we're fighting for. That's what we're interested in, is having you having more freedom in your life. And the best way you can push back is by clicking, man. Just click share and turn some friends onto it. And that and you can your head will hit the pillow and you can sleep like a patriotic baby. You have done more than most people. So some people they just want to sit around and and listen to the, the the next version of Rush Limbaugh or Sean Hannity and yes, be informed and be upset and be motivated, but they just kind of sit on their hands and they don't know what to do. You can do something easy, click share. So simple. You have something it you want to only, chime in with? It only takes a very determined three and a half percent to change everything. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is why the Canadians came out. Some some Canadian dude, I was reading an article about it before we started recording. He finally, the truth has a way of coming out. He said one of the benefits of the lockdown is, uh, you know, people weren't spreading, quote, disinformation. Like people, people couldn't get together in mass gatherings. That's why they don't want yeah. people going to bars and restaurants. They don't want people talking. And if you're sharing, you know, ooh, this insight about the vaccine or ooh, the Wuhan lab or ooh, you know, the events at the Capitol and ooh, the election and ooh, this, there's a whole laundry list of things they don't want you talking about. So they crack down on those on social media They and they don't want you to talk about them in real life. There's a very good reason for that. And I'm sure you can figure out what it is. So share what you can share. Be a little, be a little, uh, like, uh, like a little drug dealer of truth, a little truth dealer. <laughs> I want, I want, I want to stage my first book burning. That'd be fun. We should totally do that. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. I, I'm, I'm digging the idea of, uh, of a book burning. <laughs> Comedically. No, there's a book that needs to be burned. No. Com literally comedically no there's not there's for 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 we're gonna <laughs> i don't want to burn this all great. of them i might just want to burn one to make me feel better it's dr fauci's children's book stop you you're blowing it we had a great tease we had a great oh, tease i'm sorry you came through your orgasm always has to come first you couldn't just tease you couldn't just tease 
and let it lay there. You had to go to completion. <laughs> We're not burning books. We're not book burners. We're going to take a break. We're going to break back. Ready to stand out, Army ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full tuition, merit-based scholarships, and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army. There's nothing more predictable in life than the unexpected. Lightning will always strike. Hail will fall on roofs. Fortunately, there's AAA. AAA has been helping members stay prepared for over a 100 years. So when unusual storms, fallen debris, or sudden leaks happen, you'll be covered. Check, check, and check. Get the home and auto insurance you need by talking with a AAA insurance agent today. Visit AAA.com slash insurance or stop by your local AAA store. promised we'll get to the book burning we'll talk about that but i gotta have to say this because we get so excited and and things happen uh i kind of blew by it in the first block it is there's new stand updates this is yours truly this is me this is uh, uh freedom to laugh and i'm gonna tell you the cities right about now we have uh, the, the, these have to be blowouts. We we need to blow it out. We've got September 12th in Brea, Brea, California. I'll be at the Improv. September 14th, Addison, Texas. That's the Dallas area. That will be at the Addison Improv. September 15th, Houston. Yeah, the Houston Improv. And then uh, San Antonio, Texas on September 16th. I believe that's uh, the, the name of that might be um, LOL, Laugh Out Loud Comedy, or uh, I, I think it is. So, so those are the dates. The 12th in Brea, the 14th in Addison, the 15th in Houston, 16th San Antonio. More dates will be added. And then, of course, there will be the August dates at the MGM in Vegas. But I'm telling you guys right now, there will not be politics. Don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. You come out to Vegas. You're like, you didn't even do any political stuff. We're on vacation. We're on vacation. Every once in a while, you got to tap out and just remember the good things in life. Gambling, drinking, dancing, and doinking. <laughs> okay. So we got to get back uh, to the Gimlet's. Gimlet's got a squishy over burning books. <laughs> Which... We're not going to endorse, but Fauci has no. a uh, Fauci has a children's book. You say somebody wrote a children's book about Doctor Anthony Fauci. Tony, about, my name's about, Tony. About Doctor Anthony Fauci, like he is, and, and called him called a man on the cover who has not touched a patient in four decades. Is basically a high-paid, glorified program manager, America's doctor. Like every real doctor should be pissed. <laughs> like, I think. Like, you are you kidding me? I Ugh. understand why you why you're saying this this book deserves to be burned. I think what you really want because we don't want to be in the book burning business. I don't I don't think the uniforms are hot. Although I. I, t- I have seen some latex things in some magazines with some. Anyway, uh, the uh, I think the answer is to, is to, to to write another children's book, like like Anthony Fauci, the the paid fake doctor, the popular how to be a fake doctor, how to be a horrible. That would be the thing, and just have it be like right next to his book on the on the shelves. That would be to me. That would be worth it. 
That would be worth it. Maybe, maybe. But I could still walk into Target, rip one of those off the shelf, take it out to the parking lot, and light it on fire, (laughs) and feel like I got my money's worth. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not talking about pulling a lot of books off the shelves. I'm just talking about... I'm talking about my deep-seated detest, just dislike of this man. Who, yeah. like, I mean, he screwed up the AIDS epidemic. How was he in charge of this one? That is, uh, there was a there was a mini series on HBO, and somebody needs to go back through that. Uh, and not, it wasn't Angels in America, but it was about the, the AIDS. Played on. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Did somebody play mm-hmm. Fauci in that one? I, I have I to wonder. Know. Yeah. But when I was writing my hit piece on him, my God, in 2017, the gay community was still like, this guy sucks. Well, and now he's that like was, the hero of the left. It's bizarre. They have they have erased that from history, but I can remember like that was the big, there was two big things around AIDS. One that like, you know, Ronald Reagan or the government, you know, did it, you know, cause it was killing all the right people and uh, you know, that horrible, but then the slow response, the slow response, because once again, AIDS was, and when I say it was killing all the right people, I'm, you know what I'm doing. I'm, yeah, it's, it's, I know it more but, like, yeah, the right. But is all then people, the but other big happen. problem with AIDS was like, who was going to get the credit? Who was there? Was like this political politicalization. Sorry, you guys, of of the process and the you know and the treatments, and it was all about who was going to get the credit, who was going to get the credit, and it slowed things down. Uh, well, it by wasn't ages just ages and ages. It wasn't even just that. If you look at the the history of the pandemic, where Dr. Fauci was involved. The first thing he did with no, no roots in science at all, because an infant was positive for HIV, he hypothesized it could be airborne and you could get it through normal household spread. Yeah. Well, which everybody uh, else was like, no, no, that's not a thing. But because it was scary, Dr. Fauci's all over TV. Well, he he definitely knows that aspect. Here's what I really think. We're we're at the point where you just have to ignore that dude. I I'm talking about ignore Fauci, ignore the CDC, ignore the vaccination people, just ignore all of it. It's like we were talking about in the in the A block and like having, you know, sharing from this new service, sharing from that journalist and blah 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 blah. I'm really like, we just have to, we just have to move on. And like Fauci just doesn't, he just doesn't matter anymore. I, I can't give the guy uh, any oxygen. It's, it's just like, that's how bad it is. Okay. So um, I, I know, I know, but I just can't. He's, he's, no, I know. he's bad news. He's bad news. I'm all on, I'm all on the like vaccine pushers, like the teachers union. You see the teachers unions have decided that they can demand that your children get vaccinated Instead yeah. of you as their parent, we're not going to open the schools unless you vaccinate them. Excuse me? Yeah, they really they really need to be taken down several notches to the point of you can't even put a notch on there because they don't exist anymore. <laughs> like they, that, do. there's a, they need to be completely disbanded, completely mm-hmm. disbanded. There is a. There's a group of people that are not looking out for your child's best interest. They have lost the plot. And that's where we are, in my opinion, as a country. We've lost mm-hmm. the plot. It, we've we've turned the corner. You always hear these people like pulling out their hair. And you can go back, you guys, and find articles where dudes on the right back in when they were trying to get Social Security done, people on the right going, this is bad, this is bad, this leads to communism, this leads to communism. And you're overreacting, and what? And here we are. They were, they were absolutely correct. It leads to communism. It leads to socialism. And here we are. We are in. We've. Uh, hopefully, we're still the sleeping giant. And hopefully, as more people realize what's going on, and these these giant uh, whoppers of lies, I. I it would be horrible if we didn't comment on this. 
the whole uh, Jen Psaki uh, saying that this whole thing where she's like, Joe Biden ran on a platform of boosting funding for law enforcement. That is just like night is day, up is down, black is white, we're through <laughs> the looking glass. That is the most insane statement, not insane, but it's just a complete and total fiction. And they have such confidence in their ownership of the media and messaging that they feel like, yeah, we can do this. We can tell this big, really, really Joe Biden ran on on increasing funding for law enforcement. That should... that's why he that's why he went to Kenosha and visited with the guy that got shot. Yeah, who was a criminal. Yeah, that that's it. That's it. Uh huh. That's why they yeah. did that really great video about how black people can't like walk the street safely. Every I mean, I think a line in it, it was it was a campaign video. Every American deserves to think they could go about their lives without being killed. And he and Kamala Harris are all over it. Talking. I'm so glad you brought up Kamala Harris. I was on the oh, Gutfeld show. Oh. Mm -hmm. I was on the, the Gutfeld show and we were talking about Kamala Harris. And and I guess there's people in, in her office who are unhappy and the work environment's horrible and there's too much stress. <laughs> and I wish I could have done just 15 minutes on my own about Kamala Harris. She's a she's an idiot, you guys. She's an idiot. Like, seriously. And I, I, I did this joke on, on, on Gutfeld. Like, anybody on this stage could be vice president. Do you, how hard do you think it is to be vice president? For real. For real. What some do, store openings, some ribbon cuttings. For real. You're not making policy. You're not doing anything. All you're doing is like, hey, this magazine wants to talk to you. This guy wants to do an interview. All right, well, we can schedule that. Oh, you have to be in uh, Oslo because they're opening up a new Ikea. And the, in the, there's a photo op. Like, it's you need a travel agent. That's it's it. Four, it's four years of being the next person who's likely to run for president. The only yeah. thing Kamala Harris has a little more to do in this administration than maybe the last several is she's probably going to have to go over to the Senate to break a lot more ties because it's 50-50. <laughs> but other yeah. than that, not a lot. <laughs> I, it's to make it to make people this 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 other great fiction like it's a hard job. It is not. I guarantee you it is not. Anyone who listens to this show would be a better vice president than Kamala Harris. Anyone. Unless you get the complete shit assignment, like Pence getting the COVID task force and Kamala getting the border. I mean, that's even just that, like, that's even just that. like the president going, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> Seriously, you couldn't you couldn't handle COVID? I could have handled COVID easily. Oh I could have handled, I'd have had a totally different team. I don't know who right. else can pick the team, right. but Jesus. Let's just, don't forget that. You get your pick. You get your pick. You're the vice president. I know. You, you tell know. your assistant, hey, go get me the best people. And then they go, they come back with a list of names. And they go, here we go. We got five of the best. All right, what are the, this guy's from MIT. That guy's from Yale. This guy's from uh, the blah, blah, blah school. All right, bring them all in here. Fellas, what do you think we should do? Oh, we think you should do this. All right, there we go. <laughs> Nobody from You're the like, like, as soon as Debbie Burke's scarf lady started telling her tearful story about her grandma killing her great-grandma during the 1918 flu, I'd be like, You're out of here! It's... And and it's too funny. It's like and they and they and they pretended like they didn't learn anything from the flu, from the Spanish flu. They pretended like that didn't exist. They know for a fact that they could compare and contrast, like in Philadelphia, hospitals inside and then hospitals outside. And the people who were outside did so much better that they were like, "Wow, we got to open the windows." on the on the hospital hospitals because the fresh air does people it does wonderful things they didn't even get that shit right and i don't think they're so stupid that they got it wrong i don't think any of that was an accident 
And that's where you go to some nefarious. Seriously, if there's one thing all these morons know how to do is research. And with the slightest bit of research, like I did myself, you you could figure out the whole fresh air. Telling people to stay inside was the worst. Was the worst. Well, so, I, did a, I did a little research. I, I have I a hard time believing map. that. I found the map they used. Like the map oh, yeah? to the whole pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. It's called the Biderman Report. The Biderman. See, now this is horrible, but like the Biderman Report, that sounds like a movie title. It sounds like a, a scary movie. It sounds it sounds horrible. When was the what? Tell, tell me a little bit about the Biderman Report. And then we got to talk about uh, Bill Cosby and some stuff before we head over to what's on the web with Paul. The Biderman report was done with our Korean War vets who were captured. Oh, you, we were. I think we. I think we discussed this last week. When yeah, they were, it, it was the. Yes. Yeah. You read that and you're like, "Whoa! I yes. could put asymptomatic spread here. I could put masks here. I could put lockdowns here. Oh, the Delta variant goes here. It's creepy." It turns into a psychological operation. If you guys didn't listen to last week's episode, you need to go back and listen to that. We talked about it a little bit more in depth. And definitely, uh, like the Gimlet says, check out the Biderman report. It is, yes, it is a, a, a roadmap. You can do two things. You can do two things at once. When you've got an economy that's kicking booty and you know that the incumbent president's going to get elected, ooh, what would... What's a thing that we could use? Ooh, and what else would be great if it came? Ooh, we could we could do this lockdown. We could do that. We could make, uh, you know, these great changes. We could talk about injustice and we could get mail-in ballots. We could do a boatload. We could go for it all, which I think we're kind of in the middle of. Okay, uh, Bill Cosby's out. Bill Cosby got uh, released. We're just going to do a, a short one on this. If you want to see something I think that is very funny, go back and watch the live stream that I did on Facebook. Uh, the Bill Cosby thing is a little murky to me. I guess there was some kind of uh, immunity deal that was in play, and so the the court just overturned the whole thing. Bill Cosby's a free man. Uh, the women are all upset, and then my huh, my joke about it was uh, even if Bill Cosby had been doing this, uh, I don't think he'll be doing it again, right? If 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 the the truth is, if the truth of the matter is, he would mix up a cocktail, the women drink the cocktail, he carries them to another room, and then does his things with them. Like, I don't think, first of all, that's a feat of strength. I, if you've ever hung around with a with a person who was so drunk they were falling down and you're trying to pick them up and get them into a car or get them home, that you have to be powerful. You have to be strong. I'm not saying Bill Cosby's innocent or guilty of none of it, but I'm just saying Bill Cosby's a man. He's an older man. I think if he tried to pick up a drunk, unconscious woman, boom, oh, there goes my hip. Oh, the bone sticking out my leg. That's the that's the idea of the bit. All right. Uh, I want to just uh, pimp one more thing. Uh, the new video that's up. The new video that's up on the uh, on the on the website and on the YouTube channel. Uh, Brian Hayner and I did this song called "My Sister's Hair" about Joe Biden, his penchant for hugging too closely and smelling people's hair. It's a fun rockin' tune. And Hayner's so great on it, like, his guitar playing is worth it. Yeah, it's funny, but there's actually musical skills. So make sure you check that out. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. Here's a, here's my little Biderman roadmap. We're going to dip over to talk about what's on the web with Paul. And then uh, the Gimlet and I are going to pick up the torch over on Patreon. There's a lot, lot, lot more to talk about. We got to talk about uh, the Olympic athletes. Olympic athletes turning their back on the flag. Olympic Olympic athletes testing positive for weed. (laughs) Who cares? 
And and we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about the Tomorrow War on Amazon. We're going to talk about Loki. We got uh, a lot of oh Antifa stuff. Antifa stuff. We got that. So there's a boatload coming up on Patreon as well. So stick around. What's on the web with Paul? Then meet us over on Patreon. We love you. I hope you had the very best Independence Day. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Time for this lovely segment. We love this one. We dig it. It's What's on the Web with Paul, where we talk about the latest and the greatest, all things internet, but more exclusively, theloftestparty.com. What is going on, Mr. Paul? Not too much. It's 4th of July, and I'm happy to be here, Michael. 4th of July, and I'm feeling fly. I don't know why I decided to do that. Okay, so let's just jump right in, because this one always gets supersized. We always supersize this segment. I get too excited. I'm like a little kid on Christmas. What do we got? What's on the web? What, what's got you stoked? Copter pack. The backpack helicopter. We want three. So this is Dude. about a guy who's, instead of creating the jet pack, where it just burns the lower half of the backside of your body, he created a copter pack. How, how, what do you think about that? That was the one. That's what I thought was so brilliant about it. If you haven't seen this, here it is. Someone had the brilliant idea, and it just it just makes sense because it's right there. It's like, um, you know, like the rotors on a on a drone. It's like that, and there's a little bit of a casing, but it's he's got like a backpack battery, and he's got two of these big rotors. And he can fly around on it. Now, I don't know how long the battery life is, but this, to me, is uh, this is the way to go. This idea has merit. Because the thing is, I love jetpacks. I love me the Boba Fett. I love me the Rocketeer. And if you haven't seen the Rocketeer, you need to go back and look at it. Here's the, the thing with jetpacks. They look so cool. However, when you go forward... With it in a jetpack, if you angle your body forward, you really want to get going. Your legs are going to kind of kick out behind you, and they're going to just get—they're just going to get barbecued by the jet. So with these rotors, they've solved that problem. Here's the only thing that I want: I want more rotors. I want like four. Ro- I want four rotors, or maybe just three, because you want to be able—you want to be able to run on two. Okay, I'm going to go backwards here. I want four. I changed my mind. With aviation, I found this out a long time ago, a big plane, like a jumbo jet, any kind of big plane, it's it has to do everything it's supposed to do if it loses half of its engines. I think you should have that rule in effect with the backpack helicopter. You should have four rotors. That way you're really kicking booty. But then if you lose two of them, if there's a bird strike or something goes wrong, you lose two of them, you can still do everything and land safely. I want more battery life, more rotors. Let's go. This one, this one, I can just see military all, all over it. This thing is fantastic. Can you imagine, Paul? Like, I think it's a good. Like, I think it's a good idea. I also link back to a post we had earlier where the guy had a green goblin-like glider, and that's where you stand on it. 
And yes. he powered it that way. And I thought that one was even better because um, it frees up your hands. You're, uh, as far as true. I could tell, he was only, you know, guiding it with his feet. You can carry weapons. You can carry gear on your back, uh, communication oh gear. I'm pretty sure the military is looking at stuff like that already. I because forgot, I forgot about the Green Goblin one. Yep, because he flew across the English Channel, so it has some power. Uh, you know, yeah. it it has power life to it. Because how long, how wide is the English Channel? Pretty wide. You're not talking like, oh, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump across a creek. You're talking, you know, dozens, if not over a hundred miles, that he made it across there. Good point. Good point. Okay, moving on. We got a, a new little bit of an echo. I don't know. Uh, uh, caller, could you turn your radio down? <laughs> that's, what, that's what it is. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh we've got uh, new, always new TV series coming out, and there's a trailer for Foundation that looks great, but there's a catch. The Foundation series, of course, based on the no novels of a guy named Isaac Asimov. And if people who follow science fiction hear that name, they know what it's about. The catch, of course, is... It's on Apple TV. So what do you think about that? Okay. So I'm a big science fiction dude. I'm a big, like, Dune guy, uh, you know, Star Wars, Philip K. Dick, all that stuff. I'm, I'm into it. Uh, the Foundation Trilogy is the one thing I, I haven't read this. I didn't even really know the story behind it. And and from the trailer and doing a little bit of research, the story's pretty cool. Story's pretty cool. It's I, I I guess loosely, you guys don't don't send me angry letters. There's been a galactic empire, royal family. They've ruled for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. Everything's going great, and they've reached the point where some scientist mathematician realizes it's all going to come crashing down, and so he heads to the far end of the galaxy to try to uh, save humanity, to be a little outpost, so everything won't be lost yada 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 and then the royal family the empire they want to stop whatever that's loosely it so they've done this series this mini series it's a huge book i mean it's a thick the all the books are thick huge fan base it looks fantastic the cast is off the chart the the special effects look great and it's something that i would want to watch it really really appeals to me as a fan but it's apple tv i can't do it i can't do it you guys i've already if you list all the i don't know about what your lives are like i'm doing the netflix you know because you have to uh i'm i did i did the hbo max because i'm getting that with my cell phone carrier i did the disney plus I do the Amazon. I've got so many streaming services. I just can't do. I got to draw a line somewhere. I got to draw a line. I, I I just can't do it. And it's like, and watching these morons reinvent TV. Because here's what's going to happen. Here's <laughs> what's going to happen. You're right. You're right. That's exactly what they're doing. It, it, yes, they're they're just they're they're rein they're reinventing basic TV. They're not even reinventing cable. It's you're going to have. You're gonna have some some companies just gonna bundle all the streaming services. They're gonna go to to Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, all these, you know, CBS. But and they're gonna go listen. All of these, if you do all these fees separately, you're gonna pay a fortune. So we want to offer this to our customers. Lower your fee. We're gonna bundle it, and and someone's just gonna have it. It'll just be streaming TV, and you'll have like eight channels on it. <laughs> so <laughs> when that happens. Maybe I'll subscribe it. Man, foundation looks great. It it looks it looks great. And I feel like I'm gonna miss it, but I just can't do Apple TV. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Oh my god, I already subscribed to the uh, free hey, I wonder if I get it for free. Uh because I'm already doing the thing where Apple does that deal where like, hey, you want to store your photos and your data here up in the cloud for free? And you're like, okay, cool. And they go, oh my goodness, you got so much stuff. We have to charge you a monthly fee. I'm paying little monthly fees all over the place. I can't do Apple TV. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yep. Agreed. All right. Next one. Speaking of technology, terrifying display of a machine that won't hesitate to kill you. And this is looking at Boston Dynamics, which is in the business, apparently, of making increasingly sophisticated robots that are going to be able to do just about anything. I am posting a follow-up to this one. I found a follow-up video that bears look that that bears watching. 
and it's uh, it's it's going to be. I'm going to update that story, or actually, I'll probably just do a separate story on it. There's a reason they show these Boston dynamics. They always play those songs. Do you love me? And look, the robots dancing and all that. And you're like, oh, that's an adorable robot. Be afraid of these things. Be afraid of these things. Why are they making these? Because you look at the you look at the Boston Dynamics Spot robot, just specifically Spot, and it can open doors and it can turn knobs and it can jump and it can regain its balance and everybody's like, whatever. You put a gun on that thing. That's all you have to do. Just add a weapon. Just add a weapon. And if 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 the idea of artificial intelligence having this thing roam around, you could have somebody uh, control it from from the luxury. Of their comfy couch, uh, you know, a couple thousand miles away. They don't have to be in the same room. It will kill you without hesitation. If, if it's remote controlled by a human being, especially if it's controlled by an AI. And these, they're, 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 they're designed to be killing machines. This thing is not like R2-D2 where it's going to run around your house and vacuum and do the dishes and remind you, you know, it's time to hop in the shower. You'll be late for work. These are killing machines. That's all they are. And, yes. and make make no bones about it. And I know I don't know a gentleman personally, but Mr. Elon Musk believes that uh, AI will surpass human intelligence in the next five years. That's we'll see. right we'll around see. the corner. We'll see if that's that's true, if that's one of his fevered marijuana dreams, or if that's something that his friends, the Chinese, have told him to say. So we'll we'll see. We'll see if wow, that comes. Wow, dude. Dude, <laughs> Elon's friends, the Chinese, we've dipped into something here, Paul. How's computer power? Has computer powered and computer speeds, have they doubled recently? Do they do they double every, like, year? Oh, do you think it's, sure do they, you think it's sure a mathematical they... formula rather than Chinese propaganda? No, that's that's not it. That's He was out praising the Chinese on Twitter. That's why I'm saying that's, that he was out there. That's what he was doing, so... I'm not. I mean, was he praising the Chinese, Paul, or was was he saying good things about their infrastructure? Well, isn't it the same thing? No, one is specifically infrastructure. I mean, you can say Hitler had the the trains going on time. I mean, I guess that's in in a sense praising, dude. There is a um, oh, what's the the motor show? It used to be on the BBC, and then there was a sexual harassment thing. Uh, and it moved over to Amazon. These guys do like these crazy car. They try to do an American version of it. Do you know the show I'm talking about? Yes. Don't know the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. They, I saw a, and I think this is why uh, Elon Musk did this. They did an episode where they were driving across China. And it was jaw-dropping. You, um, the, I think your basic American has no idea about how fast China is growing. And we're not talking about villages. Whenever whenever you close your eyes and you imagine Wuhan, China, you I you, you kind of picture a village, you know, like, oh, there's a there's a quaint little wet market and they're they're walking around and they're little like no, no. Wuhan is like seven times the size of Manhattan. And it's not even the biggest city you have. And the at, at the rate that they are building these giant super highways and their train system is all it should be. <laughs> it should. It's a it's a marvel to behold. It's also super scary. It's also super scary. But we're, we're far afield from the robot of it all. All right. Let's go. Ready for the next one. You bet. Cranky Gordon, you're damn right I ordered the police to fund it. This is about the Democrats who are now going out saying, we, we've never said about defunding the police. We're the ones who are supporting the police. The Republicans are the ones who are attacking that. So when I say oftentimes I'm kind of sick of politics and I don't bother to argue with people anymore, that's the reason why. What did you think about it? Well, it's a ter- first of all, there's the comedy of it all. There's the comedy of it all of like, yeah, we ran – we're we're all about uh, you know funding the police, and I think and I think Gimlet and I were talking about this in the in in the A block. Here's the here's it's such an obvious lie. It's such an obvious lie, and that's like when when we were 
uh, we were talking back, texting back and forth earlier in the week. I'm like, can we just run? Can we just do a story of all the, just like, a, do we have a montage of all the Democrats that are just like defund them, defund the police, defund the police? Like that's, we all watched it with our own two eyes. Cities across America burning down, looting, uh, mob violence, people being killed, and 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 these and they're talking about defunding the police. And now, to to float the balloon of this notion that oh, it's the Republicans that want to defund the police is just that's some real George Orwell stuff. And here's the crazy thing about it: they are they're, they're doubling down, and that. And that Jen Psaki and the, and the Democrats feel like we can, and this is what it's, this is just my opinion. They feel so confident in their control of the media that they're going to go with such an obvious lie, such an obvious lie that, that should, that's it's just like the robot things, man, put a gun on it. It's, it scares me. It, it really, really affects me deeply. This one is the same thing. Sure, it's funny on the surface, but that they feel confident enough that, nah, the media's got our back. We're going to keep going with this one. We're going to keep going. We're going to push. We're just going to push back with an absolute fiction uh, should should scare uh, the bejesus out of people. Do you think they have polling that says that it's going to work and it's going to convince people that uh, the lie is the truth? I Once again, it's just like it's just like AI and computer speeds. You can count. The, the time it doubles, the time it doubles. That's with computer speeds and AI development. And I think that's where Elon Musk is getting the five years. This is a mathematical formula on the left. They know they're incredibly vulnerable on this because everyone can see it with their own two eyes. Everyone can see it. You see it on the nightly news. You feel it when you drive around. You, you see it. You feel less safe. And that is the, the number one job of the government. Protect the rights of the citizens. That's it. And they have failed on an epic level. So I think that they've done the calculation and they go, even though this is this is completely false and it's a total fiction, we are so vulnerable. We are going to lose so many votes. All we can do now is just go, huh-uh. No, 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 no. It was you guys. It was you guys. And they're just going to try to muddy the waters. And the sooner the, And the sooner they start, the better off they'll be. With just a straight up Pravda, CCCP, Chinese Communist Party, Pravda level fucking lie. And they're going for it. And it should scare the hell out of everybody. Yeah, I don't really see a whole lot of pushback from official conservative or Republican people. But we'll, and also, we'll see what happens. Anyway, yeah. do we have time for one more? One more, absolutely, buddy. Here's the choice. One of these two we should talk about. We've got new Freedom to Laugh tour dates coming up, and we also have a new song, My Sister's Hair. So, well, pick another one. Pick another one, because that that was the A block guy. All right, that was the A block. All right. So, um, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, There's so much good stuff. Don't invite the bear to the picnic. You didn't like that. Giant like that. animals. Did you see giant animals caught on camera? I didn't see that one yet, but I did see the. Uh, the don't invite the bear to the picnic. I thought that one was funny. This is just these guys. It's a uh, it's the daily dose of internet. One of the clips is these people. They've got like a like a case of light beer from Miller. They're hanging out at a picnic table, and a bear just a bear just wanders off and just sits down next to them. And they they don't. I guess I wouldn't know what to do either. They just sit there. They just sit there and keep drinking. And then one dude starts taking self up, selfies of him and the bear. All right, so that's a good one. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the wheel here for a second, Paul. You got to see giant animals caught on camera. You got to <laughs> see this. They did themselves a horrible disservice. The thumbnail for the video is obviously photoshopped, and you're like, okay, this is gonna be a hunk of junk. Then you watch the video, and there's there's people in the foreground there's there's vehicles in the back there's there's things in the foreground and background you can compare this these are actual they have a moose this has got to be up in canada this is this is like out of lord of the rings i'm looking at it right now the thing is so big there's sea tur there's a sea turtle and they got two people swimming with it underwater 
water, touching it, touching its fins. Just absolutely gigantic. So it's that definitely that, worth it. Is that what? Stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of fun stuff. We got we got that. Then we got the burgers because it's July fourth. Cooking out on that. So a lot of fun stuff that we posted this past week at theloftestparty.com. Oh, absolutely fun stuff and the burger thing. Listen, I, I picked the burger. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to post this one on Facebook because it is we're we're recording this on the fourth of July. I'm going to post this on the Facebook. The burger thing. This will help you. This will really help you. This is. I hesitated on the title. Here's how to grill the perfect burger. Um, because because you get into the flipping. There's there's really it's funny. You watch these air quote experts talk about grilling the perfect steak or grilling the perfect burger. A lot of it comes down to flipping and when you flip and how many times you flip and that's all a personal choice. I'm not going to judge anybody. But when it comes to preparing the burger and what ratios you want of, you know, meat to fat for best flavor and when you season it and ba 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 ba. These are some really really good tips. These are some really good tips. And then I would highly recommend, I would highly recommend the Alexis Wren uh, post. That's a good one. Oh, my gosh. She, it was that thing that we're talking about uh, last week. She's just effortlessly beautiful, but she seems like she's having a great time. Like, she seems like she'd be a fun person to hang out with. Because you've got those people <laughs> who, are, who are beautiful, but they just, they look... You wouldn't want to hang out with them. You're like, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be high maintenance. That's not going to be a fun conversation. You know, she's not going to want to go catching frogs or whatever. But like <laughs> Alexis Wren just seems like she's down to have a good time. You want to ride bikes? You want to go surfing? You want to play guitar? Or do you want to get dressed up and have like it just seems like she's like one of the one of the cooler supermodel chicks. Okay. That is what's on the web with Paul. Ooh. I'm also going to recommend the uh, Cara, Cara del Toro compilation. They say she's the most popular bikini model on the YouTubes, and uh, it's a it's a good little compilation, y'all. I don't know why I threw in a y'all. Okay, Paul, dude, thanks once again for a fantastic What's on the Web with Paul. Ooh, thanks, we Mike. didn't even we didn't even talk about spying on the journalist. Ooh. Maybe we did that in the A block. Maybe we did that in the A block. Stick around, everybody. The show's going to continue with myself and with the Gimlet over on Patreon. We love ya. 